Dobrodan from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Serbia update from the 11th of April. A quick summary of what's going down in Serbia. On Tuesday the 4th, negotiators in the Belgrade-Pristina dialogue process, Petar Petković and Besnik Bislemi, met in Brussels to discuss the association of Serb-majority municipalities in Kosovo. Petković said that he and Bislemi, for the first time, have discussed concrete steps for the formation of the association. This came two weeks after Vucic and Kurti agreed on the implementation plan of the Franco-German proposal for normalization of relations. Vucic and Kurti are due to meet again on the 22nd of April. However, since Vucic never confirmed his attendance, the meeting might be rescheduled. At that meeting, Bislemi said that the team might present a draft on setting up the Association of Serb-Majority Municipalities in Kosovo. Kosovo's president, Vyosa Osmani, also commented on the Association of Serb-Majority Municipalities and said that the association will not have autonomy, violating the constitution of Kosovo. She added that the Kosovo delegation is working according to the agreement reached in the Belgrade-Pristina dialogue and that their decisions are based on previously established principles. Additionally, Osmani said that she doubts Belgrade will fulfill the obligations it undertook after Vucic and Kurti accepted the Franco-German plan. Since we mentioned Kosovo, Emmanuel Giafri, head of the EU delegation and the ambassador of the EU to Serbia, said that Serbia must be prepared to compromise with Kosovo if it wants to continue in its EU path. Geoffrey noted that both Kosovo and Serbia needed to make progress in normalization of relations. He said that the Serbian Municipalities Association is an important topic and that Kosovo has to implement it as soon as possible. During the Belgrade-Pristina dialogue, many EU representatives urged both countries to make progress so that they can move forward on their path to the EU. Geoffrey said that Serbia also needs to work on the rule of law, the lack of free media, corruption, and foreign policy in order to progress. On Thursday the 6th, Fyodor Vinislavsky, representative of the president of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky, visited Serbia and met with Serbian MPs. In his visit, he spoke about Serbia-Russian relations and the lack of sanctions from Serbia to Russia. He acknowledged the sensitivity of the topic, saying that Ukraine is well aware of the energy problem in Serbia and its dependency on Russia's. However, he noted that the government of Ukraine will work towards influencing Serbia to impose sanctions on Russia. Vinislavsky reminded that, contrary to Russia, Ukraine condemned the NATO bombing of Yugoslavia in 1999 and requested an immediate cessation. He also stated that Alexander Vucic's statement on Serbia's readiness to participate in the reconstruction of post-war Ukraine was very important to them. However, Russia continues to increase the number of its diplomats in Serbia. In March, the Russian embassy in Serbia accredited two new attaches. Contrary to Serbia, the rest of Europe expelled hundreds of Russian diplomats after the start of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Several countries justified the expelling by citing alleged espionage. The government of Serbia and the Russian embassy in Serbia both stayed silent despite the large amount of media coverage in the news. Nikola Lunic, head of the Belgrade Non-Governmental Council for Strategic Policies, said that Serbia's silence on the matter could cause mistrust of other countries. He noted that the improvements of Russian intelligence capabilities in the diplomatic mission in Belgrade will distance Serbia from the EU, adding that Serbia has full freedom not to welcome expelled diplomats. Speaking of freedom, Irene Khan, a UN independent human rights expert, said that Serbia must implement laws to counter dangerous rhetoric amongst minorities, journalists, and activists. Khan encouraged the Serbian government's plan to reform media laws in line with international standards. 
However, she pointed out the toxic nature of public discourse from politicians and other public officials in the media. She explained that the likelihood of attacks against journalists increases when the government labels them as traitors of the state, which is currently the case in Serbia. She urged the government to ensure that all institutions in Serbia implement the legal framework that supports freedom of expression while combating hate speech and disinformation. She also noted that the Electronic Media Regulatory Body, or REM, must be independent, effective, and accountable. On Thursday the 6th, the Council of Europe's Committee of Ministers published a report on the implementation of the European Court of Human Rights, or ECHR, judgment. According to the report, the number of ECHR judgments that Balkan and Central European countries need to execute is high. In 2022, the total number of closed cases was 880, which is the lowest number of closed cases since 2012. Additionally, the number of new cases to be implemented was 1,459, a record number in the last decade. The report states that Serbia had 97 cases pending execution on the 31st of December 2022, which is 20 more than in 2021. Russia had the highest number of new ECHR cases in 2022, which was 413. In other news, a new reporting portal that will enable freelancers in Serbia to report taxes online will be launched soon this year. Using the portal, freelancers will be able to report taxes without having to pay interest. Ivan Radek from the National Alliance for Local Economic Development, or NALED, said that freelancers will be able to apply for insurance electronically, which will give them a payment slip with an invoice. In 2020, the Serbian tax authorities warned freelancers that they must self-report and pay taxes for the work they have done in the last five years, or face enforced collection with high interest rates. The lack of explanation the tax authorities gave left many freelancers in Serbia with debt that they were unable to pay. Luckily, the introduction of the freelancing portal will solve the taxation issue. Speaking of the economy, the International Monetary Fund, or IMF, said on Wednesday the 5th that Serbia was largely resilient to the bad global financial conditions in 2022. The IMF reviewed Serbia's finances and reported that Serbia's economy will depend on trading, partner growth, and the inflation environment, among others. The IMF predicts a rise in Serbia's economy of about 2% this year. They, however, warned Belgrade to continue with comprehensive reforms of the energy sector to achieve higher economic growth. In some environmental news, on Thursday the 6th, several environmental activists protested in London against Rio Tinto's Yedar project in Serbia. They also submitted over half a million signatures gathered in petitions against the company's plan to mine and process lithium in Serbia. Apart from Serbian activists, the protest consists of activists from Arizona, Madagascar, and the UK. Zoe Lujic, founder of the Earth Thrive Company, who attended the protest, asked the Rio Tinto management about the destruction of nature the mine would cause. She emphasized that the planned location for the mine is a habitat for 140 protected species, of which more than 60 are protected under the Bern Convention. Rio Tinto responded, saying that an underground mine would be opened in Serbia, ensuring there's no ecocide. The government of Serbia's working group for air quality improvement proposed a possibility of shutting down all heating boilers and furnaces in public institutions. As a solution to air pollution in Serbia, the workgroup members proposed that households switch to environmentally friendly heating technologies. Prime Minister Anna Brnovich said that the government is currently working on an action plan accompanying the National Air Protection Program. The workgroup concluded that the government will make efforts to financially enable Serbian citizens to switch to energy sources that are more eco-friendly. Now, on to some health updates. About 4,200 COVID-19 cases were confirmed and around 20 people have died this week. Compared to last week, the mortality rate has slightly gone up. 
And that's it for this week. What's your favorite food? Let us know at serbia at rorschach.com. Todalenjeg, zbogom! <laughs>